So for the last decade or so, the Harman Audio Group, which is AKG's parent company, has been researching and defining the optimal frequency response that, when measured at the eardrum, results in a tonality that is the most preferable and natural sounding to the majority of headphone listeners. The frequency response that resulted from that research has come to be known as the Harman Curve, and it's the tuning that defines the sound of the AKG K371. Let's check it out. I'm Chrono from The Headphone Show, and in today's video, we'll be taking a look at the AKG K371. It retails for $149, and it's a closed-back, dynamic headphone designed by AKG Harman, intended for studio use and audiophile listening. It's rated at an impedance of 32 ohms and has a sensitivity level of 114 dB per volt, or 99 dB per milliwatt. Translating this to my experience with the K371, it meant that I had no issues properly driving it with everything that I tested it on. Whether it was connected directly to my PC's motherboard or my laptop, I got plenty of volume and very good sound out of these, so an amp is not required. At $149, you get a surprisingly nice suite of accessories with the K371. Included in the box are three 3.5mm to mini XLR cables of varying lengths. Two of the cables are straight, but one measures 1.2m and the second one measures 3m in length. The last cable also measures 3m, but it has a coil to it. Also included are a single thread-on quarter-inch adapter and a gray AKG branded carrying bag. The build is for the most part very good. It features a very compact, foldable design that makes them easy to carry on the go. It's composed almost entirely out of plastic, but it feels very solid and well put together. The pads use a nice pleather material that I do not think will deteriorate or flake quickly. However, there are two parts that concern me on the build. The first one is that the extension mechanism does not seem to lock very tightly, and I worry that over time it will start to get very loose. The second one is that the inner headband is made of rubber and seems to be glued to the top. This worries me a bit because I think that the rubber pad will start to peel off sometime down the line, and it is something that I've seen happen very often on several headphones sharing a similar headband design. Comfort on the AKG K371 was surprisingly good given the relatively small size. I had no issues fitting my entire ear inside the cups and only felt as though my ears lightly touched the driver occasionally. Only real issue I had was that the clamp force out of the box was a little on the tighter side, but it did ease up nicely after a day or two of usage. Also worth mentioning is that as a closed back, these isolated sound very well and prevented leakage even at high listening levels. Okay, so now we get to talk about the AKG K371's sound, which, as I mentioned earlier, it's tuned to match the Harman target, and it does so almost perfectly. When you measure the K371, you'll see that on a graph, it basically comes across as flat or neutral when its frequency response is compensated for the 2018 Harman target. And my personal preference for tonal balance is actually very similar to that suggested by Harman, minus a few deviations here and there. So it should probably come as no surprise when I say that out of the box, the K371 is probably one of the most tonally appropriate headphones that I've listened to so far. And according to Harman's research, that will likely be the case for most, but not all, headphone listeners. Still, tonality is not the only thing that a headphone has to offer, so let's check out how they perform overall. 
So starting off with the K371's bass, I think that this is to me one of the best bass tunings I've heard in a headphone in the sub $200 price range. It extends very evenly down to 20 hertz, and it also has a nice upshelf, a uh, Harman style upshelf starting at around 100 hertz that gives the sub bass regions a nice level of presence. The only quirk that I found was that there seemed to be like this slight uh, bump at around 20 to 30 hertz. It wasn't really intrusive, it just sounded like those far low-end frequencies had a, a slight boost to them. Aside from that, I really didn't hear anything like uh, strange on the K371's bass. There was no mid-bass bloat or upper bass bleed into the lower mid, so very clean bass here. And for resolution, I also thought that they did pretty well. For the price range, I thought that they were fairly well articulated. The only other closeback that I've tried in this in this price category that uh, performed a little better for detail was the DZ770 Pro, but that headphone has a really wacky and exaggerated bass tuning. So I'd say that if you're looking for a very well-balanced, enjoyable, and, and you know clean bass, the K371 is a great option. Moving on to mid-range, it's like the bass, very good on the K371. So the mids here have a good amount of body in the lower mids, as well as an adequate amount of presence in the upper mid-range. So these didn't come across as forward or shouty to me at all, but they're not recessed either. And actually comparing them back and forth with the HD660S and the HD58X, they kind of reminded me of Sennheiser mids, at least in their tonality and timbre. They just sounded uh, very well balanced and natural to me. And at 149, I think resolution is good, although comparing them with the ATH M50X and the DT770 Pro, I did feel as though these sounded a little grainier, but I, I much prefer the mid-range tuning on these than on those other close-back headphones. Lastly, we of course have the highs on the K371, which I think that for a close-back under $200, they're fairly impressive. Uh, because they're Harman oriented, they do lean on the, on the warmer side, but they're very correct sounding to me and they're also very smooth. The only deviation I heard is that there seemed to be a very subtle and narrow peak at 8.5K, but I only really noticed it when listening to songs that were inherently you know, sharp in the treble, like Oasis' Wonderwall or The Beatles' uh, What Goes On. And for resolution, again, they're a little on the grainy side when compared to the DT770 Pro, uh, but they're at least on par with the ATH M50X for treble resolution, and I think that for a close back at this price point, you know, they perform just fine on that front. For soundstage imaging and layering, the K371 is definitely not the most impressive headphone out there, but you know, for its price and compared to its peers, I did feel as though it performed decently well. So for soundstage, it's not that bad. I think that it's somewhat similar in terms of width to what you get on an HD58X, which is an open back headphone, and it, it sounds much wider to me than what you get on an ATH and 50X from Audio-Technica. It's just definitely not nearly as wide as the DT770 Pro, which is a surprisingly wide headphone for a close back under $200. Imaging again, I don't really have an issue with it. I, I feel like I don't have any problem distinguishing what direction sounds are originating from. It's just that again, I don't think that it does so quite as precisely as the DC770 Pro. And um, lastly, instrument separation. I, I was actually surprised by how good it is on this headphone. I think that it actually does it better than the DC770 Pro. I didn't have any issue distinguishing the different elements that made up the tracks and the music that I listened to. So, you know, overall a decent performer. Okay, so dynamics was a category where I was definitely a little underwhelmed by how the K371 performed. They, they don't really have a very strong sense of punch and slam. They don't add as much energy 
and, and weight as I would like them to. And compared to some other headphones in its price range, like the DT990 Pro, it was very apparent that these lack um, that deep and satisfying physical impact that those other headphones can deliver. Okay, so usually at this point in the video, I would talk about EQ, but this headphone really doesn't need it. Like, it sounds great out of the box. It's, I mean, as expected, it's tuned almost perfectly to the Harman target, and I think that that sounds, that's a very good uh, tonality with a very nice balance to it. However, I still like to nitpick and bring headphones closer slightly to my personal preference. So I did make an EQ profile for them. If you're interested in that, uh, there's gonna be a link in the description down below to my EQ preset compilation, which I posted on the headphone community forum. So if you wanna check that out, links in the description down below. So what's my conclusion on the AKG K371? Well, I think that its package as a whole offers great value and you know, it really does deliver on just about everything that you'd want from a closed back headphone. It has a very enjoyable, versatile tonality, it has competitive technical performance for its price, a very comfortable and portable build, and it's also extremely easy to drive. At its price tag of 149, this headphone has really impressed me, and I think that at least for tonality, the K371 should be considered as a benchmark for closed back headphones under $500. Anyways, that is all for me today. I hope you enjoyed this video or found it helpful. If you did, do consider dropping a like. And I highly encourage that if you want to learn more about the K371 or other headphones, do check out the review articles available on headphones.com. If you want to watch more headphone and audio content, do stay tuned and subscribe to The Headphone Show. Until next time, this is Chrono signing off.